I'm April Morrison, doctor of physical therapy, accidental entrepreneur, and lifelong learner. You're tuned in to the Idaho Physio Podcast, where we talk about things, health, wellness, and high performance in all areas of life. The big goal here is to talk to high achievers and those that surround themselves with the top performers in their fields to get some insights, tips, and inspiration that we can all use in our daily lives. The title may say Idaho, but the content reaches far beyond our borders and is relevant for everyone, regardless of where you find yourself. As always, the content you are about to hear does not replace the medical advice of your doctor, so please seek professional opinions should you need them. Now kick back, relax, and enjoy the episode. We are glad you're here. All right, here we go. Uh, today's guest is Dr. Aaron LeBauer. I don't know who he's pointing to or he's in <laughs> disco moves. Um, hey, Aaron. Um, Aaron is a doctor of physical therapy. He has a huge background in body work and yoga. Um, he's an amazing business coach, the owner of LeBauer Physical Therapy and LeBauer Consulting. Um, man, you have been in this field for over 21 years. That is insane. Yeah. You don't look a day over 25, so that's, I don't know how you do that. <laughs> well, <laughs> and, uh, thanks, it's the beard, probably. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is, yeah. <laughs> and um, eight in coaching, so uh, yeah. you are actually just the perfect person to have on this conversation, so welcome to the Idaho Physio. Awesome, April, it's an honor to be here and uh, get to know you over the last couple of years, as well as um, just have the opportunity to share uh, more of the knowledge that's deep in my brain with your audience. I, I know. I can't wait to hear what comes out this time with chat. Um, so I know I just kind of gave a quick introduction about who you are. Maybe you can dive a little bit deeper into some of your background and a little bit beyond, um, you know, who you are, what you do, and why you do it. Right. Well, um, I'm a Sagittarius, so <laughs> uh, take it uh, with what it uh, what it means. And then walk, walks um, on the beach, and yeah. right. <laughs> Long walks on the beach and uh, sunsets. And uh, <laughs> I am a, um, let's see, former recovering semi-professional cyclist. So my dream for a long time was to be a pro cyclist. And the thing that separated me from a lot of people was just actually having a pro contract, not like anything else. And yet I still didn't earn any money. And the guys that were pros didn't earn any money. And I'd show up in a van and they'd be like, how'd you get a team van? And we're like, well, we're sponsored by the you know bicycle messenger company. You know, so I did that. I was a bike messenger. I've done a lot of different things and I've been, I was drawn to massage therapy as a way to heal people because my, I come from a fairly long line of uh, healers. Like my dad, uncles, grandfather, great uncle were all physicians and I didn't quite make it into uh, med school. I uh, decided after the first night of orgo that that wasn't for me. I wanted to do something more with my life and then study. And so massage therapy is a way to kind of get that going, but also give me time to do all the things that I enjoyed about life. And now I'm a father, a husband, I own three businesses, maybe four. And, um, I love just like hanging out with interesting, fun people. Cool. That's awesome. Yeah. I know I didn't include your history as cyclist in, in there. That's, I mean, that you did that for, for many, many years too. So, um, mm-hmm. it's, it was, it's always fun to hear about your stories about when you were in California and, um, you know, sleeping on couches on porches and, and then going from that to being doing as well as you're doing now. Um, so I, I know you said that's kind of their health background got you into it. And then mm-hmm. obviously probably, 
you know, the body work stuff came from necessity because you were beating on your body a little bit. Yeah. Um, yeah I mean, that's how I got into it. I was in high school riding bikes a lot. And was it, and, and my mom got us a massage. And I think my first massage was when I was 16. And then I think it might've been the summer after high school, before college or my freshman year of college. And I was riding and I just said to my mom, I said, you know, mom, my legs just hurt. They don't feel good. She said, I think you need a massage. <laughs> I was like, and I had had one or two before. I was like, okay. And I went and I found someone here in Greensboro who was like a sports massage therapist and went and saw her. And then I went and rode my bike the next day. I was like, I felt transformed. I was like, wow, I felt great. And I had been to bike races and had like the 10 minute post-race massage, but nothing had ever like changed the way I felt as drastically as that. And that got me on that path. It, it was years before I went to massage school, but I knew that I needed to kind of, you know, I don't know, take care of my body in order for it to perform. That's great. I think a lot of people come to that a little too late in life to, to figure out they need to take care of themselves. So it's good that right. you got started on that pretty young and it mm -hmm. looks like it spiked you into a even, you know, cascade of events to get you to where you are. It's pretty right. cool. Um, so I, I know you work with, as, your, as a business coach now, um, for the last eight years or so, you work with a lot of top performers, a lot of people who are really kind of crushing it. Um, mm -hmm. It's inspiring to see some of the stuff that people are doing and you're actually, you're helping them do. Um, right. One of the things that the Idaho Physio, what we talk about is high performers and the habits that kind of encompass the things that they do, the daily activities or, mm -hmm. you know, the, the decisions that they make. And I was hoping you could maybe touch a little bit on some of those things that you see as a common thread through your people you coach. Right. And yeah, it's a great question. And um, I think the number one thread, and I was kind of even talking to Caitlin, the PT that works for me in the clinic today about something very similar because she's working with high level athletes and you know, I was a high level athlete and you're talking about high performers in business. What's the thing that they all have in common? They all have routines. Okay. Their routines may be, you know, like have some like mystical thing that behind them, like a lot of baseball players, or they might have a lot of um, prep or, uh, or taking care of your body or doing something specific, but all high performers have routines. They follow their own routines, not one routine. That's the same, but they follow routines. And so what do they do? And, Whereas, you know, someone who's playing golf or basketball, shooting a free throw or baseball, they'll prep to hit or shoot in the same way. A lot of business owners who are high performers are going to prep for their day or finish their day the same. You know, even how do you get up in the morning? And what do you do? Um, I've changed my routine a little bit lately. It's to be able to get up at 6 a.m., work out, do some meditation and have some coffee before the kids are up. And it's great because I knock those out, but I also feel much more clear for the rest of the day. I've got my workout in. I have to struggle to fit that in later. And um, I have other routines like writing down my ideas and organizing my thoughts. And it comes down to a calendar. And then I would say beyond routines, it's incorporating some kind of physical fitness or, or physical movement, like taking care of your body. Because our body is our tool for our work, our business, our family, and our health. Yeah, that's great. Um, and you started doing that with cycling. And you mentioned your workout and meditation and stuff. Are there mm -hmm. any specific things that you, you go towards? I mean, with yoga or you're a runner, do you still cycle? What do you do? Yeah, I've done a lot of different things. Right now, what I'm doing is I'm training uh, with kettlebells. So I like kettlebells a lot. It, 
incorporate like a lot of what yoga brought to me and you know you train barefoot so it's a lot of human movement you're just adding a weight that's kind of off center so mm-hmm. what i realized a few years ago is i've got a lot of i've got some mobility issues i want to work on but they're more um, instability driven so okay. if i can work on those with a kettlebell and it's got a lot of crossover with yoga and then i've been riding my bike this summer um, but pretty much yoga is my thing that i know i'm going to do in life so that i can cut my own toenails when i'm 85 like it's like, I know that that's my go-to and that's like uh, my go-to thing. And that's one of my big long-term health goals is to be the person that can actually touch the floor, touch their own toes when they're old. And so I'm training to be a strong first certified kettlebell instructor. And it's not about being the strong first kettlebell instructor. That's the goal that I have to set that I know that I'm using my body as a tool and weapon for my business and family. And so it used to be all about riding bikes and being a pro cyclist. And I got burnt out and fatigued. And when I realized I wasn't going to be a pro, I was just like, why am I doing this? And I haven't enjoyed a lot of it, but now it's not about the activity for the intrinsic value of the activity as much as what's that activity going to do for my body in other aspects of life. And what's the marker that I know that I'm actually making improvements. And it's not just how do I kind of lift five more pounds next week? Can I, you know, meets just movement quality standards, which is why I really like that activity, kettlebells specifically. So do you find that you, you have to set up yourself so that you are, um, you have a goal, a specific goal that you're going to meet like that certification in order for you to kind of keep going and stick with it rather than just saying, Oh, I think this week I'll do, you know, this exercise and next week I'll do keto and this, I'll do P90X or whatever it is. Do you find that you need that certification to focus you? Yeah, I need the goal. And so here's, here's what it is. It's like, it's the goal and a coach. (laughs) So I've hired a kettlebell instructor, um, who's a badass herself. And, you know, I'm like, I just need you to write me a program. And I did this when I was racing bikes. Like I, I can't train myself because I'll show up and be like, Oh, I don't want to do that today. But if someone else writes it for me and I pay for it, I'm going to do it. And then to the, the thing with the kettlebell certification, it's not the certification, it's can I swing a 53-pound piece of steel or iron above my head 100 times in five minutes? Well, I can't even do it once. So it's almost like this is the impossible goal. Like this is my impossible goal. Can I, you know, I can't do four, the 44-pound kettlebell overhead that many times. So I have a ways, I can do it with the, um, the 16-kilogram, 32-pound kettlebell or 35-pound kettlebell. I can do it that. But to going twice the weight, it's impossible until I get my body moving a certain way, my strength a certain way. And then I know, okay, it's just like this arbitrary thing. Yes, now I have a goal, but really it's about every day getting out there and moving my body in a, with high-quality movements that are gravity-based, that aren't – it's not like strength-based. It's movement quality. And now I know – Okay, as long as I'm reaching towards that, I'm treating my body in the way that it needs to be for other aspects of my life and business to be like better. It's not just about how I eat either. It's like, how do I treat the machine? And I have to keep the machine oiled and running on high test fuel. Right. Yeah. I, you, whatever you put into your body makes a difference on, on your performance and what you're going to be able to do. And right. You also, you know, you walk the walk. So you, you're a great coach and that you tell people, you know, how to be successful and, or you align people with the proper, you know, 
techniques and, and all that stuff, but you also do the things that you mm. ask your clients and patients to do. Um, right. So you're going out there and you're, you're crushing it, doing all those things too, which is pretty awesome. Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's fun. It's fun to watch. So um, from the sidelines awesome. a little bit. So um, so anything else that you see that, you know, you, you talked about uh, having a schedule and, um, you know, making things a, a bit of a priority. Mm-hmm. Um, anything else you're noticing with the top people that you're coaching and, and the success, the ones that are especially making success pretty quickly? Yes. Well, it is like you touched on having a goal. Like it's, it's really, it is, you got to know where you want to go. And so the reason I kind of went off that tangent is my goals aren't the fitness goals. My goals are business life goals and that piece is going to get me there, but high performers and in, um, you know, in sports and business and life, they know where they want to be at a time in the future. And so there's the goal, but then what do they do to get there? So having goals is great. Like if we have a goal, we know the destination, but we don't know how to get there. So one, they need like a coach or uh, someone to help them get there and give them the roadmap or take them along or guide them through the, through the, um, desk, the journey. But then it's also, you have to take action because as a business coach or a physical therapist or a athletic coach, I can give you all the tools and show you where, where the promised land is, where you want to go. I can show you all these things, but you have to show up every day and take action, even if it feels like you're not getting anywhere or frustrating, or some days it's just things aren't working. You have to just kind of keep going at it and being a little bit stubborn <laughs> and put the blinders on some days and say, Hey, this is all I'm doing right now is just go s- straight at this and keep getting back and trying and trying and trying until it works or until you get to the goal. Do you ever see that people have to readjust their goals after a few attempts like they, or do they, is it best to kind of keep that big crazy goal out there and just kind of adjust your, your journey? Um, yeah, I think that when goals need adjusting is when they weren't big enough in the first place, Okay. but sometimes it feels like you're not meeting the goals. You're just going down like the wrong road or we're going down in the wrong car. And we just need to pivot and move to the other lane or switch to the other road. You might be on the gravel road instead of the two lane highway. <laughs> and then you go, well, I was on the gravel road, but I'm not on the two lane highway, but I'm on the bicycle. The bicycle doesn't belong on the two lane highway. We got to get different, you know, like get, get the car over there. So, um, uh, so yes. Yeah, so sometimes it is it, and it's having the, um, like the self-awareness to understand and know when, if things are struggling, is it me or is it something else? And sometimes it's something else that we can change. We just have to be willing to open our eyes to see it or have someone else help us see it. Right. And you have a business coach yourself and somebody that, that helps you, you know, kind of navigate all this stuff. And it sounds mm-hmm. like you've hired a trainer to help you with the kettlebells. So you are no stranger for asking for help, right. which is great. I think that's something that, you know, big, um, um, productive people who are high achievers, they ask for help. They, they get someone right. to help kind of guide them. Right. I think the biggest mistake most people make, especially it's almost like the smarter, more educated we are, the less likely people are to ask for help because they're <laughs> like, well, if I ask for help, then I'm not really that smart or it's a hurt to my, you know, hit to my ego, sure. but, and they'll just struggle and struggle and struggle, but they may be really smart in one place, but not smart in the other one. And the times I've succeeded the most are when I've asked for and paid for help, you know, with coaches 
and uh, like business coaches, uh, cycling coach, kettlebell coach, like I can make the best um, progress after hiring someone who basically says, okay, go all in, but here you're going to take a rest and you're going to help try this and do this. So all their suggestions aren't always right, but they help guide you down the right ones. Like racing bikes. I went from being, you know, average, uh, okay. Like category three, if that makes any sense, like middle of the categories that I could win. But then I went um, from that to within two years going to national championships is two more categories higher as a category one. And the big difference was hiring a coach. Um, kettlebells, I don't really have a result yet other than I'm much stronger than I was three months ago. Prior to that, for five years, I've just been doing it myself when I feel like it. Sure. And um, But business-wise, my business coaches, I've had a couple different ones, have given me ideas that have paid for themselves over and over again, not just in money, but in time, speed, and um, impact with the people I've been able to help and reach. Which, you know, I think it's, uh, I think we should totally mention the fact that you started your PT career um, mm-hmm. coming right out of PT school, mm-hmm. being told there's no way you, you should go and open your own cash-based practice that will never work. And, yeah. you know, 20 something years later, you're, you're doing it. And so mm-hmm. um, I think that you have a ton of information and you had a lot of starts and stops and, and, you know, things that you tried that worked and things that you tried that weren't meh, but, you know, may not have worked in that time, but maybe later on in a different direction, they worked. And so, it's awesome having someone like you that can reach out and basically say, stop, I've done that, I've been there, do these things, save yourself a few months of heartache, yep. and here you go. I mean, I think that that's priceless, really. So Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. I'm glad. <laughs> I'm glad to hear that. Thank you very much. Um, so are you a big reader yourself? Do you, are you a reader? Well, I would... Uh... Yes, I am a reader. And yes, it has not always been easy. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm not going to say I'm not a reader anymore. Because I do read, it's just not easy. And it's because my brain has a lot of ideas. And I'll be halfway through a sentence and a word will give me an idea. And then 20 minutes later, I'm like, wait a minute, you know, I didn't finish the page. (laughs) And um, I am it's easier for me to read about things that I'm passionate about versus like in college or even grad school when I had to get through these like tomes of books of blah, blah, blah. But yes, I I have been reading and I always kind of have a book with me nowadays and I'm trying to spend time doing that as well as to be a, um, and a good example to my kids (laughs) that you can actually read from a piece of paper and not just from a device. Absolutely. Yeah. I think that it's so funny that we get screen faced all the time where right. there's just so much going on. Um, are there any books that you recommend these days that you're reading that are pretty amazing or ones that are like, you know, inspiring? I know you have yeah. a library of stuff. That you right. There's a couple good ones. I think um, that there's three different books that I'm going to say just based on maybe three different people listening. Number one for like high performance the book is by my coach, Pedro's Coolian man up. I would say if you want it, cause his book is about leadership and being a high performer. Then there's a, um, I've been getting a lot of great, um, great inspiration from some of these former Navy SEALs who have written books about their, uh, trans, like their transformation in leadership and dedication and, and that. And I'm reading one right now is by, it's called Transform by Remy Adeleke. I think that's how you say his name, R-E-M-I-A-D-E-L-E-K-E. And he's a Nigerian-born, uh, Bronx-raised um, 
former Navy SEAL. And then, so that's, anyone can get a lot from some of those books. I think there's that one. There's the, um, there's a couple other ones. Jason Redman wrote a great leadership book. I've read about half a dozen of those over the last years. And then for like straight up business, one of my favorite business authors is Russell Brunson. He's written dot-com secrets and expert secrets. And basically it's because he gives you lots of tactical information in there. I've got a lot of writing in the, in the uh, margins. I come back to those books all the time. He's an Idaho guy too. So I think so. Yeah, he is. Yeah. Yep. He's a local yokel here to Idaho. Yeah. So that's, no, cool. that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. I know. I need to chat with him, see if I can get him to chat with me too. See how I know. I bet, I bet you could. I, I bet there's a way. And if there's a way I can help you get in touch with him somehow, like, let me know. I'm sure I could probably knock on his door. He probably lives real close. Right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> probably right next door. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Um, well, is there anything I didn't ask you that you feel like you want to impart as wisdom on, on us? Yeah, I think, I think the number one, I think the number one thing um, would be to take care of your health, take care of your body, which is going to allow, you know, to me, it's going to allow you to take care of everything else you want in life. Because if our, um, the machine that we live in, if the body we live in isn't performing, then it's going to be really hard to perform in other aspects of our life, whether it's business, family, sport, how, you know, however it is, even reading books. If my back hurts, I can't concentrate on the book. Yeah, that's really good. I think that's important. I think, you know, PT is a big part of that health Mm -hmm. and wellness. It's a huge part of that. Awesome. Absolutely. How can people get in touch with you if they want to reach out and either have you be their coach or come for PT? Mm -hmm. Yeah, the best place to go would be to AaronLeBauer.com. Okay. And you can find me at AaronLeBauer on Instagram. And then our clinic is LeBauer Physical Therapy. It's and LeBauerPT.com. Okay. Awesome. Any, um, any other things in the works that we should be looking for? Any other side hustles? I mean, I feel like you've got a thousand things going at once. I know PT will, was huge. Yeah. Um, that was big. Yeah, I, there will be something. I mean, what I am looking for is I've got a clinic and I do coaching. And it's one of those things that's in the works, but it's not like actually act- actionable yet, but it's in my brain. It's finding this other like tangible service or tangible item that will be a um, value add for all the people I'm helping anyways already. So it's coming down the line. Who knows how, when it's going to happen in a few years. So Great. I'm yeah. excited to see what that is. I can't awesome. imagine that it's uh, not going to be a huge success. It's going to be oh, awesome, you. whatever it is. Thank you very much. Well, we appreciate you taking your time. I know you're a busy guy, so I appreciate you taking the time and, and chatting. Um, For the viewers, if you haven't yet, make sure you subscribe, click like, make sure you do all the things, send the links out to everybody. Reach out to Aaron, hook up with him on Facebook. Um, He's got a gazillion groups out there that are amazing and such good information. So make sure you keep doing that. And in the meantime, um, we will see y'all later. Thanks, Aaron. Thanks, April. Thanks for joining us on the Idaho Physio. We hope you gained some insights, inspiration, and some ideas on how to be amongst the top performers and high achievers in the world. Know someone that's crushing it that we should talk to? Let us know. As always, we welcome your feedback. Remember to subscribe so you don't miss an episode and share our podcast with friends, family, heck, even complete strangers. Because, hey, who couldn't use a little inspiration these days? Thanks again. Now get out there and be amazing.